This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Helena Public School Superintendent Rex Welts wants families and staff to, quote, please wear a mask for the next few weeks, end quote, in order to keep schools open through the surge of Omicron variant of COVID-19. However, he said he will not require mask mandates at this time. Quote, this is a short-term ask to help us avoid the crisis of closed schools and overcrowded hospitals happening elsewhere. Please send your student to school with a mask. Three-layer cloth masks and paper masks are available at your school. Helena school officials have reported 244 cases of COVID-19 in the past two weeks. Lewis and Clark County reported its first known Omicron cases on January 3rd, and Welch says that the local health officials have advised him that the next two weeks will be pivotal. He said a return to mask-required status remains a strong possibility. A coalition of Montana medical groups has warned that hospitals are once again at risk of being extended beyond their caregiving capacity as more transmissible Omicron variant starts to spread across the state. Quote, this wave is different and it has the potential to tax our hospitals more than any previous wave. The number of patients in our hospitals is higher than it has ever been at any other point preceding a pandemic surge. That's according to Rich Rasmussen, the president and CEO of the Montana Hospital Association. During the state's last COVID-19 surge in the fall, COVID-19 patients who were mostly unvaccinated accounted for at least 20% of all hospitalizations. While hospitals were running at or above capacity for 10 consecutive weeks, some people are experiencing milder symptoms with the Omicron variant, but its high degree of transmissibility means many more people are infected, pushing up the severe caseload in hospitals. Last week, the Department of Public Health and Human Services said it is aware of 174. Omicron cases in Montana, and the variant accounted for 84% of specimens sequestered or sequenced rather last week. Quote, at this point, we do consider the Omicron variant to be the dominant circulating strain in our state. That's according to Dr. Maggie Cook-Shamanic, the acting state medical office at DPHHS. It should be noted that more cases of Omicron likely exist, but DPHHS and its partner labs don't sequence every positive COVID-19 test that they receive. What makes the Omicron variant so dangerous is its ability to spread and infect people with immunity. Quote, our immunity that we have as healthcare workers and the vast majority of our healthcare workers are immunized. The ability to pierce through that and have the potential of taking that person out of the workforce while they isolate or quarantine is what we're concerned about, according to Rasmussen. Last week, the state reported 6,305 COVID-19 cases, up 136% from the week before. The number of hospitalizations per day 
was also up 17% to 141 last week compared to the week before. According to Johns Hopkins University in the last two weeks, Montana's daily case average increased from 159 to 894. A new lawsuit filed by the Montana Federation of Public Employees, Montana Farmers Union, and other plaintiffs argue that efforts by the Secretary of State Christy Jacobson and Attorney General Austin Knudsen to approve a new ballot initiative to cap property taxes ignored a new law requiring that ballot initiatives be screened for their potential impact on Montana businesses. In a statement, the plaintiffs argued that the tax cap initiative, CI-121, could have unforeseen consequences for Montana, such as shifting the burden for property taxes that fund schools and local government services from residential properties to farms and ranches. Quote, the Attorney General and the Secretary of State have a legal duty to review and inform the public of the risks involved and to protect Montana businesses, but they failed to do so. That's according to MFPE President Amanda Curtis in a statement. The lawsuit filed in Lewis and Clark County District Court asked a judge to halt signature gathering for the initiative, order a new round of review, and perhaps strike the issue from this year's ballot altogether. The initiative is backed by former Republican legislator and attorney Matthew Monforton and state auditor Troy Downing. It would limit the growth of the assessed residential property value used to calculate property taxes to 2% annually, except when homes are sold or remodeled, and also cap total property taxes to no more than 1% of the assessed value. Monforton says in an interview that the tax cap initiative tenants from being priced out of their homes by raising property taxes. Quote, the fact that the Helena establishment is filing a frivolous lawsuit against CI-121 shows how desperate they are to prevent Montana homeowners from getting real property tax relief. Monforton said the initiative is modeled on California's Proposition 13, which was passed in 1978, and Florida's Amendment 10, which passed in the 1990s. Both measures remain controversial, with almost yearly attempts to repeal them. Critics arguing that they distort tax systems result in situations where owners of similar properties pay wildly different amount of taxes and have hurt educational funding. Curtis, who leads the union that represents most Montana public employees, including teachers, called Proposition 13 a spectacular failure in her statement on Thursday. The new law requires the Secretary of State to refer the proposed ballot initiatives to legislative interim committees for review. The plaintiffs say that that requirement has not been met. A new Commercial beekeeping supply business has opened in far southwestern North Dakota that backers hope will serve people and bees in three of the top 500 producing states in the country. North Dakota State Department of Commerce officials say commercial bee supply in Huntington 
is meant to bolster the beekeeping and other agricultural sectors in the community and region. It's within driving distance for producers in the Dakotas, Montana, and Wyoming. North Dakota leads the nation in honey production, and together with Montana and South Dakota, produced nearly half of all U.S. honey in 2019. The project was backed by local and state incentive programs. It's expected to create 12 full-time jobs. The Helena Police Department will buy hybrid patrol vehicles after receiving a significant return on investment from the first round purchased in late 2020. According to HPD Lieutenant Jason Zander, the Ford Hybrid Police Interceptor models are much more efficient in terms of fuel costs and mileage. The HPD purchased three of the vehicles during its trial run in 2020 and will soon add four more. Zander says the HPD expects the new vehicles to arrive within the next 30 days or so, but they need to be outfitted by the city shops first. Each hybrid vehicle costs about $3,000 more than a traditional vehicle. Because of the savings on fuel, the hybrid vehicles make up for the additional cost in about a year. Xander says the department's existing hybrid vehicles get an average of 15.3 miles per gallon, and the non-hybrids, 9.1. HPD's patrol vehicles generally travel between 20 and 25,000 miles a year, meaning each hybrid vehicle saves $3,000 to $3,800 in fuel costs annually. That's assuming a gas price of $3.50 per gallon. State officials say a record number of new businesses were created in Montana last year, with more than 51,500 new businesses registered with the Montana Secretary of State in 2021, surpassing the previous record set in 2020 by more than 12,000 businesses. Nearly 30,000 domestic limited liability companies, or LLCs, were registered in 2021. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.